I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of Alfred the Great, King of the West Saxons, and church and civil reformer. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 142, on page 458 of the prayer book. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Even unto the Lord I made my supplication. I poured out my complaints before him and showed him my trouble. When my spirit was in heaviness, you knew my path. In the way wherein I walked, they had secretly laid a snare for me. I looked also to my right hand and saw there was no one who would know me. I had no place to flee to and no one cared for my soul. I cried out to you, O Lord, and said, You are my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Consider my complaint, for I am brought very low. O deliver me from persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison, that I may give thanks unto your name. When you show me your loving kindness, then shall the righteous gather around me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Alfred the Great. He was born in 849, the youngest son of King Aethelwulf of Wessex, one of the Anglo-Saxon kingdoms of medieval Great Britain, 
located near present-day Hampshire. He was the last in line to the throne, so Alfred trained as a warrior to fight against the Viking raids. At age four, he accompanied his father to Rome, where he was blessed by Pope Leo IV, and the experience made a lasting impression on the young prince about his personal faith in Jesus. After his father and all four of his older brothers died in battle, Alfred was crowned king at age 22. Over the next seven years, Alfred repelled the Danish invaders and regained control of England. And in 878, at the age of 29, at the Battle of Eddington, Alfred signed a peace treaty with the Danish leader Guthrum. As part of the treaty, Guthrum accepted the Christian faith and was baptized there before the army. Now, depending on your streaming habits, all this may sound familiar, as this is the story that is loosely told in Netflix's series, The Last Kingdom. I am in no way endorsing it. It is rated TVMA for graphic violence and sexuality. But the point is, this story of Alfred is a story that's been told again and again throughout the ages. Under his reign, peace was secured, and Alfred sought civil and societal reforms that would repair the damage inflicted by decades of wars with the Vikings. Alfred organized a system of national education. You've got to remember this is the end of the ninth century, a national system of education being organized by the king. He personally supervised the translation of many Latin Christian works into Anglo-Saxon, making the works of Augustine and Gregory the Great and the Venerable Bede accessible to ordinary people. He also required a law code where commoners' cases could be heard by judges. And in order to curb violence and theft, Alfred outlawed blood feuds between families and individuals and penalized oath-breaking. Those were his civil and societal reforms. But as for his church reforms, Alfred considered the Viking Wars as God's punishment for the English church's unfaithfulness to Jesus. And so the king financially supported the training of clergy and missionaries. He founded a monastery and a convent for the purpose that his kingdom would be constantly supported in prayer. By securing peace and promoting reform, Alfred sparked an age of renewal in the English church and English society. He is the picture of what a Christian king is to be. No wonder he is the only English king who is honored with the epitaph, the Great. After reigning nearly 30 years, King Alfred the Great died on October 26, 899. He's buried in the old minster at Winchester Cathedral. As 1 Timothy chapter 2 tells us, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. We need to be praying for those who lead us. We need to pray that in our day we would continue to see Alfred's rise up to lead his people. This is the story of Alfred, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. 
saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude with prayer number 90 within the prayer book on page 672. It's a prayer for grace to seek God in every way. Gracious and Holy Father, please give me intellect to understand you, reason to discern you, diligence to seek you, wisdom to find you, a spirit to know you, a heart to meditate upon you, ears to hear you, eyes to see you, a tongue to proclaim you, 
a way of life pleasing to you, patience to wait for you, and perseverance to look for you. Grant me a perfect end, your holy presence, a blessed resurrection, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.